0: Your weekend. Saturday breakfast with Matt Webb. Cambridge 105 Radio. So it's 8 30, and to coin a phrase, a week is a long time in politics. Joining me now is the Conservative peer, Lord Richard Balf. Good morning to you, Lord Balf. Firstly, your reaction Good to well. the last few days at Downing Street.
1: Well, <laughs> a bit bewildering, isn't it? But I'm very pleased. You know, I think we do need to change of prime minister so had to come at some point and it's come
0: uh, would you have liked to have seen him resign sooner over the various different uh, problems that the prime minister has been facing obviously the most recent uh, one was the the chris pincher incident but would you have liked to have seen him go sooner
1: i'd have liked to have seen him go a long time ago yes much sooner
0: It's been an interesting week. As I say, it's been a long week in in, in British politics. And of course, um, I know um, in the past, uh, you've certainly had your differences with Mr Johnson. Um, If you were advising him now, would you tell him to leave Downing Street immediately? Or are you happy that he's staying on, possibly for a few more months until a new Conservative leader is elected? I
1: think what we want is we need someone at the top, a bit like Dominic Raab, who will keep the wheels of state turning over, but will not, introduce new policies i'm afraid that johnson will use this next few weeks to create dozens of new peers from his friends and basically to run riot in the way that trump did so yes i i think we have a deputy prime minister he served before when boris was in hospital and he did a steady job the only thing is i think that the deputy prime minister should not then be running for prime minister you know it should be a totally neutral position to keep the ship on the road <laughs> bit of an unfortunate way of putting it
0: would, would you like to see someone like theresa may uh, take on a, the, the role of a, 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 a sort of like a stand-in prime minister of course she's done the, the role before before she was kind of <laughs> booted out as prime minister over the whole brexit saga would you do you think that she might want to do it again i mean she hasn't ruled it out
1: well, I mean, it's one of many scenarios, but I think the most sensible one is we have a Deputy Prime Minister. He has not said he's going to run for the leadership. If he's prepared to say, no, I will just be the acting PM, I think that's fine.
0: You were born in, in Barton Mills in Suffolk. Of course, uh, that's yeah. Matt, Matt's, Matt Hancock's constituency. He's said that he isn't going to be standing for leadership of the Conservative Party. Why do you think that is?
1: Well, I don't think he'd get it. Frankly, I mean, uh, you know, all these circumstances surrounding his retirement from office um, were a bit difficult, let's say. And I don't think he's got the support in the party to make a comeback yet. But he was a very able minister. Let's be fair about that. You know, he was a silly minister, but he was not a bad minister.
0: And who would you like to see succeed Boris Johnson? Who who would be your, your top choice?
1: Well, I I think he'll have a job to guess it, but Tom Tuggenhart would be my choice. But I think being pragmatic, I'd then go for Rishi Sunak. Because we, we have to get, we can't keep on spending other people's money. All we're doing is rucking up huge debts for our children. Now, my three children have enough difficulty already with life and paying the bills. And I don't think it's fair for us to spend money we haven't got. I think either Tuggenhart or Sunak would go back to the one-nation conservatism that I believe in.
0: And, of course, uh, Tom Tuggenhardt is the chair of the Commons uh, Foreign Affairs Committee. Uh, He's also a former soldier, but he's never actually stood in any sort of cabinet position. Do you think that might hold him back from from becoming leader?
1: Well, not really. (laughs) To an extent, the fact that Boris has not put him into the cabinet or into ministerial office is a mark in his favour from me. Um, but he has been a very effective and good chair of the uh, Foreign Affairs Committee, respected not only in the Commons, but also in the Lords. And remember, the Lords is packed full of foreign policy experts, including me, incidentally, after 40 years in Brussels and uh, around the foreign policy world.
0: Yes, of course, you you were an MEP for many years, weren't you? I was
1: an MEP 79 to 2004, And then I had 17 years doing uh, jobs in Brussels for a variety of people, including chairing the European Parliament Pension Fund. So I'm, I'm more a foreign policy person than domestic policy. Indeed, though I admit it myself, there are areas of domestic policy which I know absolutely nothing about.
0: And, of course, you did take an active role in Cambridge for Europe as well, didn't you?
1: I was vice president of Cambridge for Europe. I still believe that we made a stupid decision in the referendum and I'm not resigning from that. You know, I I we are part of Europe. We have to work with them. And, you know, all this little Englander stuff, frankly I find pretty revolting. That's why I resigned as president of Cambridge Conservatives. Because I felt I couldn't defend the party. Oh, I couldn't defend Boris Johnson, to be more honest.
0: Would you, would you like a, a future leader to to try and get the UK back into the EU again? It, would, would that be something that you would you would welcome?
1: I don't think it's uh, practical politics, frankly, but I would certainly like to see a future leader work for a much closer and more harmonious relationship with the EU, such as for instance, Norway or has or Iceland or Switzerland. You know, there are, there are much. Boris seems to go out of his way to antagonize Europe. He seems to think it's a great jake to be nasty to them. I think we need someone who's going to be diplomatic with them, firm, defend Britain's interests, but overall realize that we in the West have to work together. We are the democratic bloc. And there's no room for exceptionalism,
0: frankly. You touched upon the, one of the, the, the contenders who's obviously put his name into the hat. Um, this, was, this happened last night, Rishi Sunak, the former Chancellor of the Exchequer, would, would, would be your, one of your possible candidates that you might want to vote for. Um, I, I'm just curious to know, I mean, obviously, he, he, it's been an awkward time at the moment with the, with the cost of living crisis and there's been lots of arguments that he could and should have done more. Do you think that might actually play against him in the upcoming leadership contest?
1: I think he did very well. You know, it, it, There were a lot of mistakes made during the lockdown, but they were not political mistakes. They were reading the runes in the room mistakes, and they were made in many European countries <laughs> with different forms of government, left, right, centre. I think Rishi did pretty well, and now he's the one who realises that we now cannot keep on spending money we don't have. We're in the middle of an inflationary bubble, which has largely been caused by pumping money into the economy in a bizarre fashion, and it's got to stop. Otherwise, we will impoverish our children.
0: I've been watching a lot of politicians speaking over the last few days, There's particularly Conservative politicians. Theresa May, actually, was was, was talking, um, just as Boris Johnson was resigning the other day. She was giving a speech. And um, a lot of po- Conservative politicians are saying that they want to see someone who's brought in to bring the country together and bring the party together. Well, wasn't that Boris Johnson's job after the, uh, after the election of 2019?
1: Yes, well, it hasn't worked, has it? The country's not together. But, you know, the the truth of the matter is that Boris Johnson has played fast and loose with virtually every rule and convention that we've got. And he has got to go. You know, we knew before he was elected that he was a, a liar. Um, and, you know, he hasn't let us down, has he? <laughs> you know, people said, oh, he'll reform. I haven't seen it.
0: Well, uh, Lord Richard Bow, thank you very much for joining me on Cambridge 105 Radio this morning. It's been fascinating talking to you, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you again in the not-too-distant future as the runners and riders for the Conservative Leadership Contest are announced, and of course when the Conservative Leadership Contest actually takes place. We don't know when that's going to be just yet. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed.